Hi, this is Peter Schwartz, public address announcer for the Cosmos, and you're listening to the First Team Podcast. Joined with Hans on First Team Podcast Extra Time, the chairperson of the Delta Force. How are you today, Hans? I'm doing good. I'm glad to have you on. Uh, let's talk about the San Francisco Delta's CEO. He wrote his article on Medium and he titled it San Francisco Delta's CEO Challenge to Fans. Only you can fix this. So, Hans, what were your first thoughts when you read this article? You know, yeah, you read through it, it's a bit worrying. I'm looking at, you know, attendance numbers and so on. Uh, one of the things I did actually feel was um, was a little bit of – it was kind of nice to see that a team is actually being literally transparent with what's going on, bad or, bad or good. Uh, it's it's not something you see really anywhere with any soccer club, um, and I know the Deltas aren't the only ones that, you know, are running into issues with, like, attendance numbers and such. Um, and so it's, it's refreshing, I guess, to kind of see um, – Somebody saying, "Hey, we we're having an issue. Here's what it is," um, and trying to figure out ways of solving it. Um, really. Yeah, and throughout this article, Brian is talking about the attendance, like you said, Hans, uh, that they drew a certain amount of people, and that we need them to tell their friends, tell their families, uh, to bring a person or two back to the games, right? But it's not that easy. Professional sports. It's not that easy to say, like, for the Cosmos as well. Last season and over the past couple of years, we've had attendance issues, but we're in a massive sports market. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a little unrealistic to be like, you know, oh, we have 2,000 fans, let's say. If everyone brought a friend, oh, we'd double. And if every one of them, you know, brought a fan, oh, we'd be almost at capacity. Um, I think it's unrealistic to ask that, um, you know, or expect that even to happen. Um, but at the same time, I don't think the article is entirely saying, hey, this is what we have to do in order to solve it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's more so, uh, look, we have low attendance. Um, we, we, we're having, you know, multiple different people. I mean, you look at it, it was something like 88% or something like that of the people that attended throughout the entire year are completely different um, people. They're not like return customers. So it's, it's, it's retention as well. And so I think it was, it was more so calling to the fans and asking how we can, you know, hey, this is the issue. See if, you know, there's ways that we can kind of solve it. Um, I don't think they're specifically saying, hey, this is the only way we can fix it by you guys bring your friends. They're asking you guys to bring your friends, but if any fans have other ideas or, or comments or how, other ways of getting more people or how to get more people to come back to the games, I think that's what they're really asking for. Yeah, and being transparent is very important as well. Um, like the Cosmos, they were going through a very tough time this past off season, but the ownership was mm-hmm. never talking to the fans and saying, this is what's going on. And if we don't do this and this is the problem, 
then we won't be around, right? So at least yeah. Brian is coming out and saying, hey, this is our problem. A lot of people are not coming to the games. Everyone can see that, right? Their games are on Twitter and mm-hmm. on Periscope. And he's putting these three points out there for everyone to understand. So I think that's a great thing uh, for the Deltas and for the NASL. Yeah. And I mean, uh, the the big thing for me as well is that, uh, you know, how long until, you know, the Cosmos folded last year, um, how long before that did you guys find out? I mean, there's, I'm sure there's like rumors going around, but when did the club actually say, hey, we're not going to be around next season, you know, until obviously you got, you got rescued up. Um, but yeah. it's kind of nice to see that, hey, this, there's a possibility that the team might not be around next season, but um, we're telling you guys very, very early. So us as fans, we can do something about it that we know that they're trying to do everything they can about it. Um, and, and, you know, it, so if it does come to that, the worst comes to worst and they end up having to go away, um, we at least know that they tried everything they can. And us as a fans, my own personal opinion, I think that we need to then go out with a bang. You know, we need to make sure that, you know, everyone knows the league, that, you know, the, the country, they know that, you know, U.S. or that San Francisco is ready for soccer and, you know, yeah, this this project may have failed, but at least the fans were out there in full force, and we there's definitely that still that future there. Yeah, on the Cosmos, I don't remember the club actually coming out and saying we're folding. There were just rumors and rumors and rumors for weeks, turns into months, and then before you know it, Rocco's yeah. sitting there, I think in December, January, and he bought the team. So, and fast forward, and now we're playing at MCU Park. So going back to the Deltas, I see on social yeah. media that there's like banners and advertisements on buses and I'm thinking wow the deltas are actually pumping money into marketing and then you get back to the attendance numbers and you're like whoa but why doesn't this add up I guess there's a lot of different factors um the, like you saw on the on the article I think the biggest right there was something like 70% or something really high um a lot of people said they're not going just because they had something else to go mm-hmm. there's something else to do on on Saturday night and uh and I mean, it's not entirely unique. Obviously, you know, New York, you guys have a lot of stuff going on as well. Yeah. Um, but I mean, that's, I guess that's kind of the nature of it is there's, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on in San Francisco, especially on a weekend and uh, $20 for a soccer ticket. You know, you might do that once or twice a year, but for the casual fan, but you may not be going there every single week mm-hmm. uh, because there's other things really that they they all go out and do. Can you tell a Cosmos or NASL supporter, what else is there to do in San Francisco besides watching the Deltas or another sporting team? Not too far away from, from wine country. You're, you're in the city. So you got that, you got the A's, you have the giants, which grand, they're both doing pretty terrible right now. And so the ticket, those tickets are actually quite low. Uh, but you also have, you know, the warriors during their season. You'll have, uh, you'll have, you'll have the 49ers and the Raiders. Um, there's so many sports in the Bay area that, you know, so, there's there's really quite a bit going on um, that is going on Saturday night even um, that would pull people kind of out for it. I'm personally, you know, very dedicated um, soccer fan. I absolutely love the sport, and so soccer for me kind of takes priority over a lot of other um, entertainment options. Yeah. Um, but I know that's not the case for a large majority of people, um, and so that's you know that's what they're really trying to draw to is those casual fans. We got you know a good fan base within Delta Force that are there week in week out, and I'm always in that section, but obviously, you know, the, what really fills the stadiums are those casual fans are coming out to watch a, watch a soccer game. They may or may not be full on behind soccer, but they really enjoy watching the sport. Um, but if there's a lot of other options to do, then that's maybe what they go for. I saw the price of Delta's T 
tickets and I was like, whoa, that's expensive. Like, what was it? Like 20 to like 30 something dollars. Yeah, I mean, San Francisco is an expensive city. Um, and, and at the same time, like you can kind of understand that they're that high. Um, yeah. I can, I can only imagine what the cost of opening up, you know, Keysar Stadium for a sporting event, having crew there at 6 a.m. until 2.30 in the morning, uh, you know, working to put up everything and then take it all down and, and send it back because uh, they have to do that, you know, every every game day. They can't leave anything there. Um, so I can just imagine the amount of work and amount of money that goes into just putting it up each game day. Um, and so if they were to do, say, you know, dollar tickets or $5 tickets, um, I can't imagine their revenues would be – all that high and their margins would obviously just be almost nothing. Um, and so financially it, it makes sense for them to keep it around that much, but um, obviously for, for fans that they maybe want to draw more bigger crowds, um, that would be, that'd be one way of drawing bigger crowds, but I'm not sure if the revenue then would, would be there. Not $5 tickets, maybe like $10, $12 tickets, like something so reasonable where you can bring your whole family mm-hmm. there. And also, I thought about this this weekend, is that if you charge someone so much money to go to the game, then they're not going to have a lot more money in their pocket to spend on other revenue sources for that club. So they're not going to spend on concessions or on merchandise at the stadium. Um, So from a club's point of view, Mm -hmm. it makes a lot more sense to make it a bit more reasonable. So when you talk to that person in San Francisco, oh, what are you doing Saturday night? Oh, I'm going to the Deltas. Why? Because it's reasonable, right? It's not that expensive that they say, oh, I'm going to more important things to do on Saturday night. But you need the Deltas match to be the most important thing or the thing to do on that weekend. So the way I'm kind of seeing it, when I see a lot of the comments saying, you know, drop the ticket prices to $10, drop concessions even down. Um, concessions realistically are actually quite low compared to any other sporting event um, in the Bay Area. Mm-hmm. Uh they, they they give you, you know, cans of beer of, of draft beer, not like Bud Light or anything like that is I think ten bucks or something like that, which is um lower than most of other most other places besides maybe baseball games. Yeah, I mean if, if they wanted to draw maybe a little bit more, they could draw that draw that price down a little bit. They could maybe spend more on concessions, but at the same time I don't know how much what percent of the concessions that you get a cut of because uh they bring in food trucks um and, and food vendors in, you know, four of them per game that do all the food they don't you know obviously run the food or anything like that themselves mm-hmm. um and so i i can only imagine that the you know they don't get that much of a cut if anything really on some of the food that actually comes to that stadium if you start taking a uh, like 20 20 percent of like say you know the food um amount those vendors will end up going elsewhere because you know there's better places to go to on a saturday night you know to, that they could they can make better margins um for their food so you know i guess there's a lot of a lot of the cost stuff that kind of go on in the background that we may not be privy to. Yeah, you were talking about Kaiser Stadium. Can you just talk to other NASL supporters and just talk about match day and how special this stadium mm-hmm. is? I talked to other people in San Francisco, and this is a very special stadium. Do you think this should be a long-term home for the Deltas? Uh, I don't think their intention was this to be a long-term uh, home. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're expecting to be at Kizar for you know a majority of their history. Um, I think they looked at Kizar because of the history behind it, um, try, uh, the, the ties with for, with the city, you know, with the 49ers and the, and the Raiders getting their start there. Um, location, it, it is actually pretty close, um, centrally located within the city itself. Um, I know public transit getting there is kind of annoying. Uh, and But if, if you're like me, you live in the city, you know, taking Lyft or Uber or something else, it is actually not too bad. 
think they ever intended it to be a very long-term uh, solution. And I mean, me personally, I think there's there's a few other places within the city they could end up putting up maybe like a modular stadium or uh, or or have something um, built, you know, later on in the future that could be a little bit you know easier for people to get to and they'd be able to get more revenue, I guess, off of that because they have, you know, a stadium that they're not spending so much every single game day putting everything up and everything down. It's already there. He wrote three points, and I'm just going to go through them and see which mm-hmm. one, in your opinion, is the best idea for the club. So the first one he wrote, we find a high-profile local individual to invest in the Deltas who would increase the team and attract greater media coverage. Number two is we forge a relationship with a local pro sports team. Sharing a venue could be possible. Number three is the fans come together and fight to capture the hearts and minds of their friends and family. I know that's happening at the moment, Hans. The Delta Force are, are trying to spread the word about the team. Which one do you think will uh, make the team more successful? Either a combination between you know the partnership with the, uh, another local um, pro team or having a high-profile um, you know. Per, he, person to be um, new investor for the, for the club. Um, yeah. So they, I know they like earlier this week, they did a charity golf tournament with a bunch of representatives from the pro teams around the Bay area, including the Warriors, the Niners, the, the Quakes, um, the Giants, the A's. Um, hopefully they, they had some good conversations there and had, maybe get a partnership striked up, uh, a struck up there. But uh, in terms of, you know, if you get some kind of high profile, a guy um, that becomes an investor with the Deltas, you know, say like somebody like Mark, Mark Zuckerberg, you know, were to invest in it, people would obviously take notice. And not just like the dedicated, you know, soccer fans, it's all, all the just casual people, casual fans, people enjoy the sport, but may not even know about it, and the city would learn more about it. The fan one, when you know, bring a friend or us getting the word out, I mean, yeah. that's that's on us. Um, and I think, you know, there's, there's a certain point where, you know, I, me personally, I've brought in 15 different people to the games um, over the course of this, this season so far. Um, and, I, and I'm sure I'm not the only person, um, but, you know, at some point you would kind of exhaust the amount of people you ask. And you only can ask people so many times before you start annoying them uh, <laughs> to the point where they don't want to come. Uh, and so yeah, don't do that, uh, I, I think that'll be one way of you know, making sure we go out with a bang. We get a lot of people going to uh, the games until the end of the season. But I think for long-term sustainability of the club and getting more people, more casual fans to the game, I think one of those two um, those first two are the big ones. A partnership with another pro team or uh, having a high-profile investor. Yeah, the future of your club can't be on your supporters telling whoever they know because, like you said, <laughs> they get all mad and, no, I don't want to go to Deltas. I want to go to the Earthquakes. Okay, yeah. calm down. <laughs> like, that's a great example. Well, I mean, at the same time, you know, people say you can go to a Quakes game for the same price, um, but yeah, you know, how much is public transit to get down to a Quakes game? I don't know. So, um, there's there's other things to kind of juggle there, but yeah, and I, I think the Deltas realize, like you know, having the fans bring a you know bring a new friend is not the solution. It's one of the ways you can bring more people, but you know, long term wise, it's not you know reasonable. I guess if that makes sense. Only if you buy a season ticket for your friend, <laughs> you know what I mean. You actually force them <laughs> to come. So, well, I tell people sit with the Delta Force. Uh, we're we're singing and jumping and dancing all all game. Uh, we're going to be working hard to make sure that our section is rocking and having a lot of fun um, because I feel like if you go to a game and you see you know, that fan section is having fun, you know, despite even if we're losing or winning, whatever might's going on, um, if you see them having a, a lot of fun, you're going to be like, you know, I want to join those guys next time or maybe one way of bringing more people in. Yeah, and I know you're a Liverpool fan, Hans, but uh, Mark Zuckerberg 
Uh, he put in a bid. I don't know how true this is, but it was a rumor that he put in a bid for uh, Spurs, right? Um, so maybe he's into soccer somewhat. Uh, and there on the West Coast, he can buy or buy half of the team or whatever. The Deltas, imagine that. It'd be massive. You know, if it doesn't work out for for Mark, maybe he can invest in a more local team. Yeah, the Deltas need as much help as they can get. And they need as much uh, media coverage. And that would be great if uh, you guys can get a local investor. Yeah. Um, and I think, you know, realistically, I think a lot of the teams in the NFL need a lot more help. Uh, I think the Deltas are really just one of the few people that are actually outward saying it. Um, and so uh, I don't think it's only a, a Deltas thing. I think there's a lot of other teams that are also having struggles with attendance or making revenue uh, within the NFL. And I'm hoping, um, you know, having at least, you know, two, three, possibly four more teams next year, uh, a little bit better schedule, um, that'll help kind of revitalize it a little bit more. We'll have some more local rivalries, at least for the for San Francisco. You know, there's the closest team is Edmonton. There's not really any local rivalries. I know that will definitely um, bring, draw some attention. If we're saying, hey, we're playing Orange County, hashtag beat LA. You know, we are going to want to have um, more people may want to go to those games. So um, I think there's there's some good things coming along next year um, that'll hopefully help out, if not just Deltas, but everyone in the league. So are you excited for those two local rivalries right there? Yep. You have San Diego, you have Orange County. And uh, what, Eden Hazard and Demba Boz, uh, San, uh, San Diego team. Mm-hmm. Should be very exciting. Do you think there's going to be a lot of road yeah. trips there or no? Uh, yeah, we'll be playing some bus trips down um, down south for sure. And if you to go to San Diego, sounds pretty good to me. Yeah, we'd love to have some road trips there. Or not a road trip, uh, a nice plane trip there. Uh <laughs> But uh, <laughs> you're more like a flight trip. That'd be a very long road trip for a Cosmos. <laughs> yeah, talking about road trips, right? We're recording right now during yeah. the Miami FC Cincinnati U.S. Open Cup match. Some FC Cincinnati supporters drove from Cincinnati to Miami, a 16-hour trip to see their team. I think I really think that's insane. Woo. The Deltas were in the quarterfinals of the Open Cup against, I don't know, say. Arizona or something out even then, um, or out in Colorado, you know, I would totally make a road trip off of that game. Um, especially considering, you know, how Miami's, you know, this underdog team, uh, where they had a USL team that's coming up. So, I mean, they, they got a crazy following too. So, uh, I'm hoping a lot, you know, a lot of teams in the U S are getting uh, kind of on that, that level. Um, Cincinnati is definitely something to look to in terms of, uh, you know, the fan base and how well they're doing. So, mm-hmm. So when I read this article, and I'm just going to say this last thing and get your opinion, Hans. Uh, when I read this article, I thought, I hope they don't go out of business. I hope they stay around. Um, and I thought it was a little bit embarrassing. I know it's great to be transparent, um, but it was a bit weird to just come out with everything. Um, because to a certain degree, you need to keep everything in-house as a club. Because you might scare off some fans, scare off some potential customers for your club. Um, because you tell them, oh, we need your help. You know what I mean? Because if someone doesn't know about your team and you come out with this, it's a bit desperate to a certain extent. And I know you feel different. It's transparent. And I like that because I experienced a club that didn't tell me anything until um, Rocka bought the team and the players were saying their goodbyes and everything. So do you think this is going to be your last year? I know you don't have any inside information or anything, but do you think, like you said, do you think this is going to be the last year? Or do you think we might see a second or third year uh, for the San Francisco Deltas? 
I think we'll at least be seeing a second year. Um, I think if everything stays the way it is right now, um, nothing improves. I think we won't see a second, uh, a third year, I should say. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, I'm certain, certain there's a possibility they may be gone, but um, I believe that they'll still be around at least for another year. Um, and, you know, as we keep growing, I think it, that'll increase even further. Some people may look at the article as being embarrassed. Um, I think that mostly stems from the fact that, you know, no, no stock club's really gone out and said this kind of thing. And, yeah, as an investor, um, it might deter me a little bit um, from it. But at the same time, it'd be very shady and uh, some some kind of poor, um, bad, I wouldn't say poor business act, but it'd, be, it'd just be being bad business person if you are lying about how well everything's going to a you know possible investor, and they invest money into it and then find out that everything's really bad. Um, you know, that's morally, I don't think I, I could deal with that, and I think um, that's partially where the deltas are looking at either. Yeah, and the last point I would like to make, because once again, I'm not in. Uh, San Francisco. Hans isn't at the moment either. <laughs> the point I would love to make here at the end is that I feel like the team should reach out to more uh, U teams, right? Because if you get more soccer people in the door, I think that would be great for the Deltas. Yeah, Deltas haven't been doing a good job tooting their own horn. Uh, I know they've actually been reaching out to a lot of youth programs. Uh, all the kids that do the walkouts, um, you know, the mascots, they're all from local youth programs. Uh, they, they actually have... Um, their players go to some of those youth um, some of those youth programs and give um, clinics for those kids and teach them teach them ball teach them about you know how they became a professional soccer player uh, it, before the team even became um, you know before they even had players uh, a lot of their outreach efforts was actually going to local youth tournaments um, in the city and you know advertising there talking about the team saying hey you know we're gonna uh, uh, helping out with, like kids being able to go to games. Uh, a lot of the, those programs also get, you know, some free tickets that they can give to the kids to kind of bring to those games. Uh, and if you ever go to the games, you'll see it, it, it is um, it is working because you see a lot of kids in those games. Uh, one of the things we really enjoy doing is uh, giving our flags to a couple of kids, and they'll literally do 20 laps around that um, stadium and just wear themselves out. Uh, there's actually quite a few kids there, and I think they're doing a pretty good job on, on reaching out to youth, um, youth programs in the, in the city. Yeah, when the Cosmos play there, I think once – um, in the spring season, you can hear them screaming uh, on the mics. I think the biggest thing right now is is trying to draw more um, casual fans, really, and, and trying to bring more, um, get that awareness a little bit out there a bit more. And, um, you know, we as fans, you know, we I, I, we can't put it all on us, obviously. We're not the ones that can really, truly make a difference, but we can bring bring friends, bring, you know, who you like. I mean, if you enjoy it, go back. You know, come back to the games if you enjoyed yourself. I think they can they can experiment with knocking those prices down and seeing you know if that really does boost attendance or not. Um, I know a lot of people in the, in the comments are saying you know knock knock that price down to 10, 15 bucks. Um, maybe experimenting with that for a few weeks uh, for a few for a few home games I should say and see if it actually makes a difference and then you know base it off of that because um, you know at the same time they got to have that delicate balance of being able to make revenue but also uh, you know sell a lot of tickets for the game so. The president from Puerto Rico FC, he always talks about how their club and how every soccer club is a long-term thing. It's not to make a profit in your first year, in your second year. Uh, Like when he talks Mm -hmm. about Carmelo Anthony, he's like, I keep telling him that this is a long-term thing and it's not a get-rich-quick type of uh, investment. And uh, I hope the San Francisco Mm -hmm. Deltas understand that. 
okay, maybe you're struggling today, but it's a long-term thing. Like Ricardo Silva said, this project is for a whole generation. And when you understand that, it's like, wow, that's the impact that that one team is making. I think they understand that. I think, uh, I mean, Puerto Rico has a lot of issues to, to deal with themselves in terms of ticket sales and attendance. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh-huh. So I think it's, it's a bit hypocritical to be calling out the Deltas on, on having issues when they got possibly even worse issues of their own. I'm not calling out the Deltas on their attendance issues and Puerto Rico FC. They're not doing it as well. You know what I mean? They're just uh, talking about their struggles there in Puerto Rico. Yeah, and I think, uh, I think I mean, even if you ask, if you ask Brian, uh, he'll tell you the same thing. I mean, it, it, they understand that. They're not trying to make a profit in the first year, but they're also not trying to completely dive bomb in the first year and, you know, lose billions and billions of dollars. Um, and I think if they're giving out a bunch of free tickets, you know, yeah, they'd be, they'd be getting a lot of attendance there, but how many of these people are actually going to come back when you start charging a proper amount, like $10, $15, $20 you know? These people are going to start getting used to getting free tickets or $5 tickets or even $10 tickets. And when you break it up to a point where you actually can make money during match days, uh, you know, that, that's going to turn people away. So you think it's just getting the name out there a bit more and maybe it just needs more time as well? I think it's a combination. You know, get get the name out there more. Um, I think there's still a huge amount of people in the city that have no idea that they exist. Um, I, I think experiment with ticket prices a little bit more, um, fluctuate it a bit. Uh, you know, see see what happens when you charge ten, fifteen dollars a ticket. See if you actually do get more people to come to the games. And then from there, I mean, uh, try and get try and work on those those partnerships with um, with sponsorships with uh, local local teams. Uh, and and trying to get you know, maybe some high-profile investor to kind of get the name out of there even further. Yeah, the Deltas always strike me as a very cool club because you guys live in the tech world and uh, you guys always want to do something different. Like <laughs> you guys are going to have like a Jumbotron on your phone, which is really cool. And the Puerto Rico FC president, he said the same thing. That's really cool. So props to San Francisco, props to the Deltas. Hopefully you guys have a very successful fall season, hopefully off the pitch, not on the pitch. <laughs> of course. Yeah, hopefully uh, we do really well next this coming weekend against you guys. <laughs> Gotta get some revenge on uh, giving us our first loss. Yeah, we beat you with Emmanuel Ledesma's uh, chip on Paisier. Thanks, Hans, for coming on the show. I really appreciate it. Uh, just shout out your Twitter and uh, the Delta Forces Twitter as well. Uh, yeah, the real Hans, H-A-N-S-D-S. Follow us on Delta Force as well at uh, SF underscore Delta Force. Yeah, just want to give a shout out to the five points. The Borough Boys of Benedict Cosmos and the Cross Island yeah. crew. Uh, yeah, it's New York Street and White. What we bleed, you see and fight. Indeed, it seems to be achieving. See, we do and did it right. Cause we're country loving, we above them. I'm just saying. All those lovely somethings come and see it and I'm playing. The fact of it's rap from tear attacks, hash and bliss. Reacts, tap we win. So fast, racking them in. Whether it's tag the wing, going back to the through the mid, cutting the seams. It seems we see anything to be. We got a ball and a dream. Got a ball and a dream. We do. I'm new, it's true. Fact, Girl, down for you, no doubt they do Surrounding you about the views Like shouting cues allowed to you Without the dudes Around my crews, I'm tracking that's no excuse Each session the lesson It's not about profession The work's the test And F's connected like a method Not breathless after training Something's gotta be corrected Rushing and acceleration At the start's the most suggested Infected with greatness Potential is spacious Out the world, just face it The work becomes contagious Some may say we made it But now we've just begun Sorry if you hate it Because I can tell you That I'm far from done